uncut, untrimmed, or uncut. Everything you hear is coming from the mouth, from those that speak it, those that experienced it. Can you agree with me, Corey? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, here we go. What's the deal, beautiful people? You know what today is. It's Sunday. We're getting to it the only way we know how, God's way. So today, we got a very special guest with us today, Avery Williams, big cap, stepping into the building, giving us nothing but factual jewels. So please drop in on Spotify, show love, drop a like. How y'all doing today, people? We're here on Jewel Facts, G-Facts, Jewel Drop Radio. You know the deal. We got my guy, Avery Williams, in the building. Say what's up to the people, Avery. Hey, what's up, people? How y'all doing? Man, it's good, man. You know, just to our listeners, man, just quick and brief, we just just give a rundown of yourself and what you're doing. You know what I mean? Where you're at, where you came from, how you got to where you are today to be a professional athlete that you are. All right, so originally I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. I went to Archbishop Curley High School down there, uh, received a full scholarship at Temple University. Uh, graduate was, was, was sorry, sorry to cut you off. Was Temple your only offer? No. Uh, sorry, Temple at Maryland. Uh, UConn. Maryland. Yeah. You got University of Maryland? Yeah, at UConn. And you didn't go to Maryland? Ugh. No, man. So, look, this is the thing with Maryland. So, Temple and Merlin were actually against each other, right? Uh-huh. So, Maryland talking all this stuff, and they brought me up to the game. Temple beat Maryland 36-6. to Blew them out, right? Uh-huh. So, so, I'm like, who is this Temple school? So, they – uh. They they contact me like the next week, and Merlin had my offer, so it's like November of I think senior year, and keep playing with my playing with my. As soon as Temple offered me, offered me, and then oh I see what you're saying playing with your offer so they never really offered you they were just so they they didn't offer you to Temple me. Yeah, they're playing next Yeah, game. but you know how that you know how it goes with recruiting and everything. They don't want yep. you until they see somebody else and want you, and then they want yep. to be like, oh, well, well, nah, don't play that game. So as soon as Temple took the offer, right, and then Mer- and the coach kept calling, I hung up on him, hung up on him, and he was like, man, what's up with you? I Hold up, you, you hung to- up on the coach from there? Bro, I was so – look, I was so mad because you know, you know how that recruiting process is. It's like a uh, bunch of nonsense. And it like it, it just it, it's it's the worst thing in the world, man. And they just kept, oh, we are gonna get you this, we are gonna get you this. And different people that I'm better than, I know I'm better than. I'm like, yeah, come on. I can tell you, bro, because it's like, you feel me? Like I had my best friend, like my best friend Stephen Bethley. Like shout out to my guy Stephen. But yeah, like we were both, we were in the same class, same everything. Like we became best friends through football and everything. But I was like, you know what I mean? I was a five star. I was being recruited there to everything. You know what I mean? And to me, Steven was good as fuck. Like, so Steven was a – he was like a six-foot, probably like a 210 linebacker. But he could play safety. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he played safety, but he was big. He was to run like a 4-6. But the motherfucker was stronger than me, bro. Yeah. Nigga could hit some shit. You see what I'm saying? He could hit some numbers on the weights. Yeah, so yeah. it's like a big, fast-ass nigga. But it was like – was, his recruiting process was just weird as hell because every school that would come at him – would talk to him and they'll be like, okay, we want you, but we want Uko. That's that butt. That's that butt. That shit. You see what I'm saying? So, like, most, like, the Pac 12s, you know what I mean? The yeah. boys used to come. My thing was, like, just offer him because the nigga I felt could play by himself on his own. Like, his own. The nigga was good to me. The nigga was yeah. controlling the whole fucking high school. I was just 
a lineman. You feel me? The niggas yeah. the one scoring all the touchdowns, making all the plays. Hell yeah. You feel me? Coaches, so, coaches don't know shit. You know what I mean? Coaches don't know shit. Coaches Tell don't me. know shit. But we're like, hey, kids, they, they fuck kids up so much. They have kids thinking they the worst fucking player in the world, and they probably never Jones out here. Like, coaches don't know. Everything you do, you got to focus on yourself. That's why no I matter how that's short you are, no matter how slow you are. That's why I love coaching. I'm just like, I don't, I don't care if any of my kids ever make it, bro. It's not about making it. It's a one percent thing, but if I could, if you can learn something, you learn so much through football, man. And, like, and that's what it's like. And they don't understand. It's like through these podcasts, everyone's a story. Yours is leadership, choppy yeah. work ethic. You know what I mean? Blaine yeah. and Zach Banner, their shit was adversity. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. my guy, Zach Banner, he plays for the Steelers, and I'm over that said he was four twenty in the league at one point. I said four twenty. God damn. Damn. How? Go listen to the podcast. He'll tell you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Where you at right now? He down to 365 uh, is what he told uh, me. Thank down God. Right now, he's still, he's still on the Steelers fighting. He's battling for a starting spot. So dope. he's working. That's dope, right, man. He's working. All right, man. So continue, continue on. All right. So the whole Merlin and Temple situation happened. So that, that was going on for like a month. And they were trying to like uh, try to convince me, oh, you don't want to go to this small school, blah 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 blah. And whole time Temple wanted to come up. They previous year they just had a first round pick. Uh, the year I was coming in, they had a uh, Heisman running back. Uh, he was up for the Heisman, Bernard Pitt. Uh, when I came in, they had like six, seven. So uh, came in terrible at Temple, man. It was like. Our first year, I think we went like six and four. Then they comes in uh, the Panthers. Now he comes in. and we go two and ten. This is my go two and two and ten. So after that, I'm not starting. I'm not getting any. Play. And he comes and talks to me. He was like, "Look, man, you're not doing nothing in the, in the classroom. You're not doing nothing in the field. I think you should transfer." So at this point, you you gotta talk to yourself. So I told him, I was like, basically, I was like, fuck that, fuck this. So shit. Temple, was, so the Temple coach comes to you and tells you basically you should transfer. I should transfer, dude. He like he like you ain't doing shit on the field. You not doing shit in the class. And my grades, you feel me? So I was like, get your ass out of my school. Yeah. So I basically I had to be like, man, fuck you. I'm about to get this shit right. So every week I tell him I'm about to do some shit, and I do it. Like, I see a big motherfucker on the field. You know me. I mean? I'd be like, you see that motherfucker right there? I'm about to knock his ass out. And I go and ass out, right? And then the next day, he'll have a whole meeting about me. You feel me? And then the next day, he'll be like, Avery, captain of the week. All right, Avery, 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 doing that. And by the time my junior year came in, we were undefeated. We had college game day at our, our field uh, when we played against Notre Dame. We beat Penn State in our first opener. Like we were just we were on a roll, man. And then my senior year, we won a conference championship. We got all the accolades. Uh, I was all conference. Like it was just it was just dope, man. So you went out. So this motherfucker went from. So this motherfucker went from telling you to get the fuck out of get my school. Get the fuck out to, to, to change the culture brother. of the team. Yeah, to him, to him being my big brother. And at Temple, it's like so the the nine get one through nine, and I had number two for three years. So it's like, I'm telling you, bro, it's like, it's, it's, it's about you. Like, you really got to look at yourself and be like, all right, I'm not going to let the motherfucker tell me who I am. I'm going to be 
As soon as he said that shit, he challenged me. That's a jewel drop. I'm going to be who the fuck I want to be. I'm going to be who I want to be. You're not going to tell me who the fuck I'm going to be. I start competing like shit, though. I think I needed him. I needed somebody to tell me that. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, he was honest with you. Yeah. Because when I say I started competing at a high level, bro, like everything, I, I started competing in the classroom. I started competing on the field. I started I'll tell you this story. Life. Let me tell you a quick story. I'll yeah. never forget. With Coach O, right? Mm-hmm. So, what was it? My red shirt sophomore year. So, at that time, you know what I mean? I have my red shirt freshman year. Red shirt sophomore year is coming. It's spring ball. Like, so... There's nobody really in my position because of how everything's working out with the scholarships and this and that. So it's like, I know I'm pretty much at USC and I'm like, okay, I know I'm probably one of the best D tackles we got here. Right. So feel me? I'm in spring ball. So I'm laxing one practice. I'm laxing. Now you're going to lie, lax. And then my friend, Greg Townsend calls me right when we get out of class. He's like, bro, you better get your shit right in practice because Coach O just put your ass with the twos. Damn. He's like, <laughs> he's like, and you know I ain't no deep fuck. I ain't no fucking D tackle. Like I'm talking, I'm fresh out of class. He called me. He's like, what the fuck you doing? He's like, you know I, I ain't no D tackle. He's like, you mean get your shit right. So it's like, so he put this shit like it's kind of it was embarrassing as fuck because he write this letter in my locker and like he leaves it open and posted it in my locker so everybody walking by seeing my shit. Yeah. And all it said was like, bitch, he was like. Today you're running with the twos, da, 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 da. basically you're not practicing da, 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 da. until you can show me that you deserve to be a starter. You'll be running with the twos, but that shit yeah. had me hot. Yeah, I was hot. I was like, okay, this motherfucking, ch- okay, yeah. okay. I'm like, motherfucker, you already seen. So I'm thinking like, oh, you already seen what I could do. So why am I? No, you got it. That shit, you got it. Like every that day, do every day. You got to compete, bro. But that thing about compete, thing and about that's what I learned. That's like, us. and it's not yeah. even. Competition of the next guy, you got to compete within yourself, bro. It's competition day. within yourself. Yes, because sir. I, at that time, I didn't feel like nobody on the field can compete with me, so I'm competing with what's around me. Fuck yes, that. Sir. You got to compete with yourself. Yes, sir. You feel me? Yeah, it's a grind between you, and people don't understand Man. how much of a grind it is. Man, to, and from to that make point on, I, I done understood that shit. From yeah. that point on, after he did that, I understood that shit, bro. Like my switch was on forever. Like, yeah, I understood that shit. That shit made sense. Yeah, that's the number one Crazy. thing people need to teach their kids how to compete. compete yeah, bro. someone's going to call you out. I don't know when you're going to run into that monster. Yeah. Somebody's going to call you out. Look at our two stories. We got called out. Like, <laughs> I got you, called out. Yo, I said, oh, shit. I you, tell you the first time I got called out in college, boy, I was made motherfucker started tracking loaf. I didn't know what a loaf yeah. was. Yeah, <laughs> and then you got to do gases. <laughs> you got to do gases. They tracking loaf. Tracking loaf. I said, what the hell is a loaf? Boy, that first 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 scrimmage we had, boy, that motherfucker on there had fucking fifteen loafs. Yeah, top of the list. <laughs> boy, I didn't have to do I didn't have to do fifteen gases, but there was this goddamn uh, media TV thing that we had in uh, inside the uh, inside our little uh, facility we had right in the training facility. There were these TVs, right? Yeah. And on the TVs they would post meetings and shit, and they would post shit, and then the coaches could control. So these niggas would post the loaf chart on there. Yeah. So, nigga, I'm sitting there at the top of the list on the loaf chart. So, I'm going around school. Motherfucker got females asking, George, what's the loaf? Did it? Why you wonder what's the top of like? Is that Oh, shit. That? They had it <laughs> for the whole school to see. <laughs> motherfucker. Motherfucker. Whole goddamn. All the athletic department could see this shit. I'm sitting there like, oh, goddamn. Shit. <laughs> I thought you were saying they had it in the y'all football facility. <laughs> I ain't know the whole damn department could see it. Yeah, the goddamn man. athletic department. We're all the like we all shared. We all shared. You know the facility. We shared it together. Yeah, 
when there's TVs outside, there was TVs outside there at the time in Heritage, and man, that shit was embarrassing. So it's a certain shit that's just gonna so. trigger you and shit. You just life and reality gonna hit you, and you're gonna meet that shit at the same time. You gonna yeah. have to answer that call because that shit gets and it's spooky. And as and as a leader, bro, you're gonna start to see that everything you do impacts the people beneath you bro, or the people and even and above and you, bro. And that's really what I want to talk to you about, bro. Is a leader because, bro, to me. You feel me? You got the nickname Cap. Like, they call you Cap. You see what I'm saying? How old are you? Mm -hmm. 25. You're 25. You see what I'm saying? So you got people. I'm 28. And they're not calling me Cap. So what I'm saying is you you got a group of people younger than you and people older than you that all look up to you. So my thing Mm -hmm. is, how did you do that? So, you know, throughout my whole career, bro, you know, I'm I'm short and small. Yeah, throughout my whole career, I'm short and small. It's always gonna be somebody that tell me I how, can't do how something. How tall are you? How tall are you? I'm five nine. How much you weigh? <laughs> uh, two hundred and twenty pounds. And you play five nine two twenty. Been played middle linebacker, Mike linebacker, and I've always played. You feel me? Uh, a position that was too big for me. But every time I play a position that's too big for me, I always do outstanding. You feel me? Uh-huh. It's always people. Like, like, like how the Merlin situation happened. Oh man, you too small to do this. You too little to do this. Uh, I went to Temple. Oh, man, we don't think you could do this. I go to the league. Oh, I don't think you could do this. It's always going to be them people that tell me I can't do something. But then I do something at such a high level that everybody around me want to figure out how I'm doing it at a high level. Why Why this guy running down on kickoff knocking people's heads off? Why this guy on defense playing? We're not, the- we not, we not going to mention any names, anything. But the first time you stepped on the field at Ottawa, what them boys say about you? It who wasn't good. This? It wasn't good. Who the, it who wasn't the good. Fuck is, <laughs> what they say? What they, they say, say, who the fuck is this little ass motherfucker out here? Get the, get him the fuck off the field. Who is Man. this little ass motherfucker out here? Get him the fuck off the field. But that's every, I'm telling you, George. And now you're the, ca- now you the captain team. of that team. Bro, every fucking team I've ever been on has said the same shit about me. Who this little motherfucker? Who this little motherfucker? And hey, then I hit him in their fucking mouth and then they say, oh shit. The and then only got to do is hit him in their mouth, yo. You don't yeah. talk about it, you be about that shit every fucking know. day. You know how that shit play balls to the wall, put your motherfucking head down, tighten your chin strap, bite your mouthpiece, and knock somebody the fuck out, and then you'll earn their respect, man. And then you gotta you gotta beat you gotta talk about it sometimes. Only time you gotta talk about it when you got the resume to be about it, you feel me? When you build your resume, then you start mm-hmm. talking. I hear you. Cause you earned everybody's respect in that locker room. Man, you, I you, you, me? You, you became captain in your second year. I mean, you got yeah. people younger and older and all who all respect you, and that's and that's powerful. And that's yeah, not and that's that. not easy to do in any way, especially in a sport like this where it's it's a male dominant driven sport, bro. This shit yeah. all off of testosterone and egos. You a lot of egos out there. It's so many egos. It don't make no sense. You know bro. what I mean? But I've been so used man to respect command yeah. respect and for all the people around and respect you. That's 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 yeah. a fucking jewel, bro. Yeah, that's amazing. But you gotta be able to hold your own and do more. You feel me? Play yeah. your play your play your role. You know, do your job. But when the hat on your head, you gotta perform. Cause in our business, man, if the hat on your head and you don't perform, you useless. Do a drop. And if we can't use it, you gonna sit on the sideline, man. I'm telling you, the the hat on your head, you better you better win. And if you lose, you better win the next play. You feel me? Uh-huh. You you gotta make plays in our business, man. The more plays you make, the more respect you gonna get. The more respect you get, the louder you can talk. 
You feel me? Dudes ain't screaming and ripping and yelling because they suck. You you, you got to really, like, do your job, man. Do your job, know your job, outperform everybody else on the field. And that's how you earn respect. And as a leader, you got to – as a standard. You set the standard for your team. You feel me? If I want everybody on defense to play at a high level, I'm going to play at a high level. If I want everybody on defense to run to the ball, I'm going to run to the ball. If I want people on defense to strip at the ball, get turnovers, we're going to do that every day, every day, every day, day in and day out. You feel me? Like, that's what we're going to do. And if, and if I'm not doing that, how can I hold y'all to the standard of doing that? It's a standard, period. It's a standard. If you want, if you want to tell any young dude, anybody, anything, everything has a standard. You set yourself the standards that you You'll know drop. you can't even reach. You feel everything me? Everything has a standard. What's the standard? Everything. Even you, you, no matter where you go, if you're working at fucking McDonald's, there's a standard here. Well, what the there's fuck a do we do standard. here? What's our standard? Motherfucker, you know how them fr- fries taste that Chick-fil-A? You know how them fries taste that Chick-fil-A rather yeah, than the fuck, yeah, right. Yeah. It's a standard. It don't matter who they fucking, it don't matter if fucking Veronica cooking them from Becky to fucking Jose as a Traquan. Them motherfucking yes. fries at Chick-fil-A gonna taste the same. It's a standard. <laughs> it's a standard, my brother. And that's the same thing with football, business, anything you do in life, bro. It's a, it's a, it's a hot, hot, and you always want to put yourself at a higher standard than everybody else. You feel me? And there's a process to that standard. The process comes first, and then the standard comes second. Yes, the sir, process sir. is everything you take to get to the standard. The process is practice, film study, everything you're doing just to build up so you can reach those standards. And then after those standards are met, then you're bringing everybody else along with you. Or you're yes, taking sir. everybody along with you on the ride already with the process. I love the process, man. I love the bad part of the process, and I love the good part of the process because it builds you as a man. It builds you as a man through football and through life. Yeah, period. Gotta love it. You're right. You're right. Every true man with grit and grind, you gotta love the process. And that's with life. Because yeah. everything process. I mean, you know what I mean? You know how many people even in their everyday jobs work from manage work from employee up to manager, maybe the boss, maybe even the CEO. No, yeah. But it's all about, you know, growth. I yes, like sir. it, bro. I appreciate it. Anything yeah. else you got for the people, man? Hey, just thanks for having me, George. And this, I, I feel like this podcast is going to really help a lot of people and it's going to grow, man. Just keep yeah, doing yeah. it. I'm proud of you, yeah. Go yeah, yeah. drops. You already know, bro. Much love, man. Appreciate you, Cap. All righty. Talk to you. All righty. All right, love you.